they made me feel <gasps> what is like I having... had like a dried up fucking vag and my, Emma. and my tits were down to my pubes. Emma. <laughs> say this order them now because you know how they run out of those wedges and you can't get your size yeah Fair. i'm a six so you're a six and a half i okay. had to order them all now they may have the six and a half in store but the, I, I had to order the the six the six was in store but i had to i'm sorry i had to order the six black because they didn't have it in the store now did you say they run smaller or big they run big okay so you're going to get a smaller size is what I said because they run big. I'm a six. You'll get a six and a half. Oh, I yes. see. I okay. see what you're saying now. Are, are we recording this? Yeah. I oh, mean, okay. I just never know, like, if we're going to say anything. Okay. Well, it's time to get, you know, looking for your sandals at Target because even though it's February, this is when they bring out their spring sandals. And by the time. Which are always just so good. Oh, the, the sandals? Yeah. Well, our, oh, yeah. all Target shoes are good. I just, I love Target. Oh, my God. It's my the sister, best. Okay. My sister sent me. This little short video called Husbands of Target. Have you seen it? No. It's amazing. It's so well done. And it's basically these men. Why didn't you send it to me? I don't know why. I'm going to have to ask her to send it again. She found it on Facebook. Okay. And then she sent it to me. And they basically hang out in the parking lot waiting for their wives to finish shopping. Oh, my God. But it snowballs into how they all meet and how they move along to occupy their time while they're out there, and then their wives and chil some children get involved. It was so well done. I was I loved it. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay, well, I'm... and everything about it is so true. Wow. Because you know, when I get get in there, I get lost. Oh yeah. I go in for one thing, and I'm like, you know, it's two hours later, and I'm, I've looked at every department. That's um, Target is like a casino. It's oh. like you don't know what time it is. That's so true. I know. And I remember when we moved out to California, and I was so excited because I th this was when Target wasn't even a superstore, and I found one somewhere. We lived in the valley, and I was telling my mother-in-law about the Target and going on and on, and she was like, Target, Target, what is, what is the big deal with Target? She didn't get it. Oh, she had no fucking idea. And then when she got it, she was like, oh, I love Target. Of course. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to Yeah We Said It with me, Emma. And Ellen. Um, if this is your first time listening, if it's your 16, 17th time listening, um, this is a pot, a mother-daughter podcast. And 16 or 17, that's shooting pretty low. It should be it's... your, oh, oh, we haven't done that many. Yeah. <laughs> well, that. <laughs> this is our 17th episode. Oh my, I told you I'm not good with numbers. Oh my God. <laughs> um, we are a mother-daughter duo, and we answer your life advice questions that you can email to me at emmasthing at gmail.com. Nothing is off limits. Relationships, sex, job, kids, parents, I don't know, anything you want to talk about. Career. Um, movies. Movies. Well, songs. Okay. Food. Well, well, whatever. No. All right. No, no one has actually no. ever written okay. about that. We are not therapists. We are not licensed. We're just two opinionated, opinionated ladies who would like to give you some advice. Take it or leave it. If you leave it, don't call me because I'm not going to be happy to hear from you. <laughs> Have you ever had a dream? Yes. No, no. I don't mean like that. You didn't let me finish. Where you're dreaming and something is happening like in the surrounding area. So say like the TV's on, you left it on, and mm -hmm. somebody's crying or screaming, and it becomes part of your dream. Yeah. And then you wake up and you're like, oh, 
that was my dream. It wasn't oh, really happening. Okay. Okay. So what happened is the other morning. What I, happened was it was so this dream was so awful. Yesterday it took me all day yesterday to get over it. Oh I was that upset. God. It was because Help me run, you were in the you were in the car with me and we came home. And I went to pull in the garage, but I backed the car up into our neighbor's driveway. It was like uh-huh. right across from ours. Yeah. To pull my car forward to get my car straight right. But when I went to back up, I don't know, I hit a cement like pole or something that I didn't even know. Was there. And I, like I hit it so hard, Fuck. Emma, and it ca- caused all this dust and plaster to come in the car. And like the car was crunched. My side was really bad. I was very dazed. I, I I looked over at you and I kept saying, are you all right? Are you all right? And you didn't answer me. <gasps> and I made myself wake up because I was like, is this really happening? Like maybe that, you know, like I was thinking, I don't know. My brain was having the dream, but it your, was, bra- your but brain it, was spazzing out. Can you believe I'm compartmentalized like this? At the same time, I'm like, maybe this is really happening and I'm incorporating it into my dream and what's going on. And I have to wake up. And I, I mean, it was, I was so upset. Oh, oh my, my God. God. And all day long, I can picture, I can even picture now the feeling of crashing into that cement thing and uh the dust and, uh, it was horrifying oh, i'm so sorry it was horrifying yeah. and i asked your father about all of that and all he did was just like look at me like i was like not even there <laughs> i got no feedback so thank you for giving me of course uh, it was it was pretty intense do you have recurring dreams no i don't do you yes oh my gosh what's your theme so i have two themes always always the same one of them is and i've looked this up because it's very common one of them is it's graduate it's time to graduate college and i'm like getting you know my gown and cap and stuff and like it's graduation weekend and i realize that i don't have enough credits to graduate and it's always because i didn't go to a class i don't know what class but i didn't go i like skipped it all semester and i didn't get my credits and like but my parents are already there like graduation is happening and i'm like fucking freaking out like panicking so that's my one and it happens constantly and then my other one do you remember what okay when you graduated from college they did it so weird we all stood on a hill and you all went up to the top and you could bring wagons with liquor in yes them. it's you walk through oh my god okay. i'm gonna be such a bad jayhawk okay. right now hold I know, on but i have I, to think about this okay you, you don't wa- you walk under like the thing under the stadium no you don't no. walk under. Oh my God! Okay, if any Jayhawks are listening, I'm sorry. I am. She's blanked on a that. A horrible. Fr- I guess I could just Google it right now, but oh, okay. I just didn't, yeah. You like walk I was just under this comment, thing for good luck. There was no decorum. You just come down this hill, and the parents are watching you, and you can drink and have your cups and your liquor. Yeah, I mean it was fucking. You can amazing. have a wagon filled with puppies. They didn't care what you did. It's so I true. Was, I was like, what? We, uh, there was no decorum. You didn't go across the stage. Nobody handed you a diploma. That was, it, was, it was super weird. It was weird. It was very strange. But um, maybe I'm thinking, I think it's called the Campanile. You walk through it. But yeah, we literally walked down a hill and we had champagne bottles and shit. And like, oh, I know. basically, we were just like waving at you guys like, woo, yeah, we fucking did it. And that was it. It was strange. And that was 11 years ago. Oh. Kill me. That's the other thing I was saying. <laughs> to your, I was saying to your dad, I cannot tell you the year my children graduated high school or college. Like, I don't. Only mine. Only the years that happened to me. Really? I, I cannot even tell you. Yeah. I get confused all and the time. And when I try to think about it, it's like, I really don't have time for this right now. <laughs> um, sometimes. <laughs> my brain shuts down. Sometimes. I'm not good with numbers, Emma. Neither am I. <laughs> People will ask me, what year did I graduate? And I'm like. 2009 and they're like from college 
and they make me feel like I'm 45. All right. Well, let me say this. I wish I was. Ooh, someone, someone oh, actually. Oh, oh I someone, wish I was 45. Someone did that to me this summer. Like these fucking randoms. And they were Aggies, which like explains a lot. In it a explains pool. quite so a lot. much. Too much. Yes. And they were such. They made me feel <gasps> what if like I Aggie? had like a dried up fucking vag. And my, and my tits were down to my pubes. What were you going to say? I was going to say, you probably just lost all your Aggie listeners. Be nice. I don't care. And the other part I wanted to say is, um, when I graduated, the year I graduated, I really should have graduated the year before, but I but you're stayed stupid. in an Aggie. No, I stayed But you're in, a fucking dumbass. No, I switched my major in my junior year, and I had to stay in an extra oh. year. So I always feel like I have to explain that to everybody, nope. but I don't. No, you sure don't. And now don't. that I'm older, I should just go with the year I graduated, because it makes me seem one year younger. Right. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you. Um... So my second recurring dream, we got very off track, um, is I'm late to work. And it's not just, it's not just a little late. It's like one, two, three o'clock in the afternoon. And I have not communicated with my job that I'm late. Like I just haven't shown up, but I'm fucking panicking that I, but there's like some reason I haven't communicated it. I'll give you an example. My latest dream with this, um, I dreamt that. It was like 10 or 11 and I was trying to get to work, which is already late and shame on me. And for some reason I had moved my office desk and it was like, it was, it was my office desk, but it wasn't my actual desk that I work at in my office. It was like a random, really big wooden brown desk, very traditional. And I had moved it into Nordstrom for the weekend (laughs) But I moved it into, like, the middle of the jewelry section just sitting there. And I realized, like, oh, fuck, my desk is at Nordstrom. And so I went to Nordstrom, and I'm like, will someone help me move this into my car? Oh, my god! And I'm, like, on the phone with my manager, and I was like, my desk is at Nordstrom. I'll be a little late. Yeah! Literally, I was like, I can't move it on my own. I would if I could. I would ask my dad, but, like, it's so heavy, and I really don't want to bother him. So I found found these two guys at Nordstrom who said that they would help me, but, like, it was their lunch that they were going to eat, and then they would help me. And I was relaying all this to my boss, and at that point, it was like, two in the afternoon and I was like I shouldn't even bother to go in like no I don't think you should oh my god it's so but I dream about being late to work or yeah like I just wake up and I actually oh my god now I'm just okay. like rambling but I have now of, <laughs> now okay I had whatever you say I had one of those um moments actually this morning and made me so happy I woke up and I was completely convinced that it was Monday and I was like oh my god it's Sunday Fuck yeah! Oh Lord, Emma. I know. We have very, you know, colorful inner lives. Oh yeah, I know. It blows my mind. Do you dream in color or black and white? Color. Me too. That means, because I wouldn't have known the desk was brown. We're, we're very. Oh, thank you for correct sizing. <laughs> yeah, that was a dumb question. <laughs> it's okay. All right. Okay, so let's get to this week's question, and this one is very. Um, it's much more. Uh, your. Your play wheelhouse. Your, thank you. Wow, I, I was going with playing field arena. Couldn't think of wheelhouse it. is one of my favorite words. Oh really? Yeah, I, I like, like saying it. You learn something new every day about your mom. Okay, so this week the question is: Hey y'all. Just kidding. You probably don't talk like that, but she did say, "Hey y'all." Okay. I'm a new mom to a gorgeous eight month old baby boy. In the grand spectrum, he's a good baby. Sleeps well, and the only time he's cranky is when he's tired, hungry, or needs a fresh diaper. Super happy baby for sure. Let's pause there. 
You sound like you are trying to convince yourself that he's a good baby. That's all I have to say. That's about not that. what I got out of it, but you're being let her let her finish. Okay, so so here's my question, probably more for Ellen. I love my parents. Like we're super, super close. My son is their first grandchild. I know they mean well when they're giving advice or telling me what to do with him, but every single time I try to tell them thanks but no thanks on some things, they get shitty with me. Example, my son has a touch of reflux and will sometimes projectile vomit his entire bottle. It sucks and always seems to happen when my husband is out of town for work. They swear up and down it's his formula and act as if I haven't been in communication with his doctor or that my eight years working in medical doesn't count. Spoiler alert, it isn't his formula. If it was, he'd be puking every feeding. This is a maybe every other week thing. Also, my dad tries to yank my son from me when he's crying while I'm trying to comfort him. Even after I slap his hand or squeeze his wrist, he still tries. Again, I know he means well, but shit. How can I tell them not every bit of their advice or what worked for me and my sisters doesn't always apply to my son and to give me a chance to comfort my own child before grabbing him? Thanks. Oh, Ellen has a fucking look on her face. Shoot. I'm absorbing everything that this lady. Now, I do want to say I literally have no advice, so I'm going to be very, very quiet for the next several minutes. All right. First, I'm going to start by saying this, which just has to do with me. I had parents who were very... Um, I had hands off. hands off and didn't give advice unless they were asked for it. And I always thought that was so cool about them. So I was lucky in that way. Wow. I don't think I knew that about. But, you know, I them. didn't live real close by when you guys were infants anyway. We didn't, you know, move here till you were in your preteens. Anyway, okay, here's the deal. You have to firmly sit them down when you're not with your baby and tell them I love you and I know that you want to give advice and be involved, and I want you to be involved, obviously, because you love your first grandkid, you love me, but I want to find my own way, and I've, we've identified what the problem is with the projectile vomiting, and even if you cannot accept that it is a reflux issue and that my doctor has told me how to handle it, you're going to have to try. I know you're not trying to minimize my mothering skills. You would never come from that position, but it does diminish me when you insert yourself and you haven't been asked for an opinion and if I'm really messing up that's one thing but everything that's happening is so minor but it's upsetting me and it's affecting how I feel and I want you guys to think about what you say to me if you can before you say it and let me sort of find my way and obviously I'm going to come to you if I have questions and I need advice and I can't find the answers on my own. I think that's amazing. I think the only thing, though, is, I mean, we only know so much about this girl. I don't know how her parents would react to that. What if they're really hurt? You know, but what if they feel... I think everything I said was very reasonable. No, it is. But sometimes people aren't reasonable. Well, I mean, all you can do is try. And if if it doesn't, I guess my next step would be, unfortunately, if people don't want to hear me, I'm going to have to do what's in my best interest in my kids, which would be less time with grandma and grandpa. <laughs> because yeah. if I really couldn't handle it, but it doesn't sound like she can't handle it. I just think she wants them to cool it. And I don't know if she's already had this talk with them because what else could you do? You can't make a whole agenda and stick it in their face and say, you can do this and you can't do that. I mean, you could, but, but I don't I think mean, that's, that's the way to go. That doesn't, that's an extreme is yeah. what I'm saying. You wouldn't do an extreme. You'd start with being reasonable. And maybe they're not even aware that they're doing it. It's like a lot of times in other situations when I've approached people 
and I say, are you aware that blank, blank, blank is happening? And they're like taken aback. They're not aware of it all at all. And I think they are. Right. And I'm reacting to what they're doing and they don't even know that they're doing it. Right. So you have to start from a reasonable position. Yeah. And then go from there. I just, I mean, I just literally have absolutely no experience at all. Like, well, I mean, I've had experience, but, you know, like I said, my folks just were so good about not inserting themselves. I don't know how they did that because I don't think I'm going to be that way with you. I'm just going to be honest. Oh, you don't? (laughs) You don't think? Yeah, no shit. No, I sound reasonable right now, but like, oh my goodness. That was going to be my next question is like, how do you think you're going to be? No, I think I'm going to be, you're going to have to shut me down. I have like notes I made in notebooks of little things that happened to you girls so I could reference them and go, oh, I gave her this medication when that issue happened. Oh my God. Yeah, because I wanted to be able to participate. I mean, like, I'm not going to, if you ask me. Oh, oh, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna be good. When have I ever? You're gonna have to shut me down. I could. You're gonna have to shut me down. When have have you ever not just? I like to be said what you wanted to say. I never have to ask you. Okay, maybe her mom's like me, and she'll go. Okay, I'll do better, and then she won't, and then she'll be like have a sense of humor about it and say, "I need to say something right now." Is that okay? And then her daughter will say, "No, it isn't." And she'll go, "Well, I'm going to say it anyway." (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Oh, I don't know what to do. No, I was thinking I'm wired to just be helpful, and I have a. Is that what you? I have opinions. That's why we're on air. Um, That's what I wanted to ask you is if I sat down and had that conversation with you, I feel like your feelings would be very hurt. And you'd be like, oh, sorry about the dog. I feel like you would be like, fine, you don't need me. No one needs me. Great. Okay, well. And I think you know that's true. That could go that way, but it could also go... Uh, my feelings are hurt. I can't believe I've given you that much advice. Are you sure about that? And then I, would <laughs> I feel like, like I haven't said anything. And then I think I'd be more I'd be more aware of it. And then I'd go, well, I'm going to try. I'm not going to be perfect, but I'm going to try. I, I'm rolling my eyes so hard right That's now. That's so not fair. It isn't fair. Ellen. It isn't. You're it's, not okay, being I'm honest try- about who you are. Yes, I am. I'm trying to think of stuff that you or your sister have said to me, and we've had a conversation. Would you do less of this? And I know for sure with Allie, maybe you and I haven't had that conversation. No, actually, we have had it with guys and dating. And, and, and I have pulled back yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, it's very different. All right, so I do uh, also listen. Also, it helps that I'm not dating. Okay, but, it, um, I do listen, and I am. Do, I will do better if I, it means that much to you. So don't you even... <laughs> I am your mother. I'm your mother. Do you have any more advice for this? <coughs> oh my god. Okay. Do you have any more advice? No, for this I think woman? I I I was very succinct. I summed it all up. What else could I add to it? And I don't know the, the like you said. I don't know what kind of person her her mom is or her parents are as as a unit. And she said that they're super super close. Well, that's then how she, she wrote it. Okay, then she's probably a little reactive like I am. And wants to just be part of her daughter's life and everything that happens to her. And she's going to have to have the talk with her mama and hope she's receptive. I hope that she is. I would love to know. I will also say. Please follow through because I need validation that she's going to say, okay, I know I'm this, this, and this, but I'll try to do better. Well, it sounds like her dad is like that, too. He's trying to grab the kid away when when it's crying. Like, don't take it from its mom. He may think the baby needs a change of scene. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. 
I guess we'll find out if you follow up with me, which I think you will because I know who you are and you write me on Instagram all the time. Um, congrats on your baby, by the way. Yeah, congratulations. You did it. Wow. And now to end on a poem. This goes out to your parents. Violets are blue and roses are pink. Stop with your advice because all of it stinks. <laughs> I just love that you can make yourself laugh. Oh, Richard's in the closet as well. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you guys so much for listening, as always. Tell your parents I love them. <laughs> if you- I joke because I love. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have a life advice question that you want me and Ellen to answer, email me at emmasthing at gmail.com. And when you're listening to this, this means that my meetup party is like a week and a half away um so if you haven't rsvp'd please do because i want you to be there there's going to be food drinks music ellen richard lots of other characters from my life you have no idea there will only be enough food and drinks for the people who rsvp'd yes if we don't have a count you may just be standing around drinking water exactly so go to emmasthing.splashthat.com to rsvp it's march 7th at noon on the back patio. See you bitches there. Goodbye, America.